0: Robert Whitaker will go down as one of the greatest middleweights in MMA history. The New Zealand-born Australian fighter began his career as a welterweight, and he found success early by winning the Ultimate Fighter, the Smashes Tournament. But after going 3-2 in the UFC's 170-pound division, he moved up to middleweight. And at 185, he went on a six-fight win streak before becoming champion. Plus, he was young and was only getting better. But after being a part of one of the biggest wars in MMA history, he lost the belt. And the way he lost it made it seem like he wasn't the same fighter anymore, especially after taking all the damage that he took and with a new era of 185ers on the come-up his days at the top seem to have been coming to an end but after losing the belt he went on a three-fight win streak in the span of nine months which solidified his place as the number one contender and the next person to fight for the belt so how did robert whitaker get so good hey guys it's keon and today we're going to be talking about robert the reaper whitaker but let's be honest bobby knuckles is a much more awesome nickname this video comes after his most recent win against kelvin gastelum and with that victory he's now made it three in a row which many believe is more than Enough to warrant him a shot at the title, but before he made this huge turnaround, he faced adversity early on as a welterweight. And although he had his moments, it also seemed like he wouldn't become a top name at 170. And as much as we could say that his move up in wake was the reason for his success, I don't think it was the only factor. So in this video, we will take a look at his MMA career to really understand how he got so good. But first, shout out to the undisputed members of my Patreon. They get the extra perk of a shout out before each video. But even the intro members get early access and video to the Keon Kamara podcast. And as always the money goes to charity. Now let's get to it. Robert began his MMA career on March 14th 2009 at the age of 18. He grew up training in karate and became a black belt. After finishing his first seven opponents in MMA, Robert fought Hoon Kim. Robert started off aggressive and although he tried to bring the fight down, he ended up on his back. From there, Hoon Kim began to unleash some big knees to his head. Robert attempted submissions off his back and was close to locking up an armbar. But Hoon Kim did well in defending and maintaining top control. He then attempted an armbar of his own before transitioning to a triangle choke. eventually Robert tapped, handing him his first defeat. After this, Robert went 2-1 and, and in the process became the SFA welterweight champion. Then in 2012, he joined the ultimate fighter, the Smashes. And after two impressive knockouts in the house, he made it to the finale. So on December 15th, 2012, he fought Brad Scott. And for most of the fight, Robert was dominant on the feet and even dropped Brad at one point. After three rounds, Robert won by unanimous decision to become the ultimate fighter, the Smashes welterweight tournament winner. At UFC 160, he fought ultimate fighter season 16 winner, Colton Smith. For most of the fight, Colton tried to bring the action to the ground. But Robert denied his attempts with his takedown defense and counters. Both men also dropped each other. Eventually, Colton went down by a counter left before eating ground and pound that finished the fight. Three months later, Robert fought Ultimate Fighter Season 11 winner, Court McGee. Robert denied the takedowns and also connected with counters throughout the fight. But Court also found success by constantly pressing forward. And after three rounds, he won by split decision. At UFC 170, Robert fought Steven Thompson. The two traded on the feet from the start. And although Robert found success, so did Steven and eventually he connected with a right hand that dropped Robert although Robert tried to get back up he went down to another right before eating ground and pound that finished a fight after this defeat he fought Mike Rhodes despite dominating on the feet for most of the fight Robert also ate some big shots regardless he won by unanimous decision following this win Robert decided to move up to 185 so in his middleweight debut he fought Clint Hester Robert looked like he was going to finish the fight in round one as he dropped Clint twice with punches but the action made it to round two where Robert won with a knee and punches Six months later he fought Brad Tavares and it took Robert 44 seconds to connect with a couple of left hands before finishing the fight with brutal ground and pound. At UFC 193 he fought Uriah Hall and for three rounds the strikers went at it on the feet. But it was Robert who found more success and after three rounds he won by unanimous decision. At UFC 197 he fought Rafael Natal. Robert denied Rafael's attempts to bring the fight down and in return he picked them apart on the feet. After three rounds he won by unanimous decision. Following this victory he fought Derek Brunson and Robert faced a lot of adversity in this fight as Derek pressed forward with punches and takedowns. But he survived the onslaught. He went on to connect with a jab and a head kick before finishing Derek with more punches. Five months later, he fought former Strikeforce middleweight champion, Analdo Jacre Souza. This was a huge test for Robert. And Jacare looked good early as he found success on the feed and secured a takedown. But Robert also had his moments on the feed and in round two, he dropped Jacare with a right hand. And although he survived, Jacare continued to get picked apart on the feed before getting rocked by a head kick. Robert connected with more punches before referee Mario Yamasaki stepped in. This six fight win streak at 185 made Robert the clear number one contender. But with champion Michael Bisping injured on the sidelines, a fight for the interim middleweight championship was made. So at UFC 213, he fought UL Romero for that belt. And UL looked good early by pressing forward with kicks and punches. He also took the fight down a couple of times, but Robert was able to get back up quick. But after round one, Robert made it clear to his corner that his left leg was busted after taking some kicks to the knee. So essentially, he fought the rest of the fight on one leg. And I personally thought it was the beginning of the end for Robert. But surprisingly, he stayed competitive by denying takedowns and connecting on the feet with punches and kicks. And as the fight went on, the momentum was in his favor as all began to slow down. After 5 rounds, Robert won by unanimous decision, making him the UFC interim middleweight champion. Although he was supposed to unify the belt against newly crowned champion, George St-Pierre, George vacated the belt after being diagnosed with colitis. And because of this, Robert became the new undisputed UFC middleweight champion. But afterwards, he was out for 11 months as he had to recover from his injury, knee and a staph infection. So he came back at UFC 225 to fight Yoel Romero for a second time. But Yoel missed weight, and the fight ended up becoming a non-title bout. It was clear that Yoel changed his approach this time around as he was less aggressive at the start in order to conserve his energy. And this gave Robert the opportunity to outstrike him on the feet. But after round 1, Robert wasn't throwing with his right hand that much as he broke his thumb. So once again, he fought with an injury. And although he continued to find success in round 2, Yoel turned up the pace in the third. Robert got dropped by a right hand and the fight looked moments from being stopped. And although he survived, he continued to eat shots from UL. It was quickly becoming a beatdown, but Robert stayed competitive in the 4th, and UL rocked him near the end of that round. Robert was battered by the start of the 5th, and once again UL dropped him and referee Dammer Gliada looked close to stepping in. But somehow, Robert made it till the end. It was a close fight that many believe UL won, but it was Robert who was awarded with the split decision. After this win, he became a coach on the 28th season of the Ultimate Fighter opposite middleweight contender, Calvin Gastelum. The two were supposed to fight at UFC 2 234 in melbourne australia but hours before the event robert pulled out of the fight and this was due to an abdominal hernia of the intestine and a twisted and collapsed bowel this required immediate dual surgery so after being out for a year and a half he came back and fought ufc intra middleweight champion Israel Adesanya. Robert looked good early as he pressed forward and threw punches and kicks. But Israel did well in maintaining distance and countering with shots of his own. And at the end of round 1, he dropped Robert with a right hand before referee Mark Goddard stepped in due to the sound of the horn. This was a big break for Robert. And although he continued to press forward in round 2, he was still getting tagged with counters. Eventually, Israel dropped Robert with a left hand and finished him with ground and pound. Following this defeat, he fought Darren Till. Darren looked good early as he dropped Robert with a left hand. And although he survived, Robert continued to eat punches punches. punches and kicks. But the momentum changed when Robert connected with a right hand that dropped Darren. This led to big shots from above. Darren survived and for the remainder of the fight, the two were trading on the feet. Robert had the slight edge in the striking department and also secured a couple of takedowns in the final round. By the end, he won by unanimous decision. At UFC 254, he fought Jared Cannoneer. And for most of the fight, Robert controlled the action on the feet with his constant volume. The biggest moment was when he connected with a head kick and punches that had Jared hurt. The fight looked moments from being over but Jared survived and connected with the right hand that rocked Robert. But Robert survived and ended up winning by unanimous decision. 2020 was a good year for Robert and many believe that he did enough for a shot at the title. But instead he was booked to fight Paulo Costa in April of 2021, which would have been an awesome fight. But Paulo pulled out a month prior to the bout and was replaced by Kelvin Gastelum, a matchup that was supposed to go down a few years back. For most of the fight Kelvin was pressing forward with punches and kicks. But Robert was able to avoid most of his offense and counter with punches and kicks of his own. He also denied most of Kelvin's takedown attempts and secured some himself. Anywhere the fight went, Robert was a step ahead. And credit to Kelvin for surviving for 5 rounds. But in the end, Robert won by unanimous decision. This was his most recent fight and now on a 3-fight win streak, it's clear that Robert is the number 1 contender. Which means the rematch against Israel Adesanya should be next. But while I was making this video, it was announced that Israel will be defending his belt against Marvin Vittori at UFC 263. A bout that was initially offered to Robert. But Israel wanted to fight in June. Which is way too soon of a turnaround for Robert after his fight with Kelvin Gastelum. So he has opted to wait on the sidelines and see how everything plays out. So after going 23-5 and five, in a career that saw him go from an average welterweight fighter to middleweight champion, and then losing that belt but bouncing back to a shot at the title, how did Robert Whittaker get so good? First off, Robert is such a likable person and the success that he's been having recently makes me and many others happy to see. And honestly, out of all the fighters that I've covered on this How They Got So Good series, it doesn't really seem like there's much to say in regards to his growth. From the start, he was a solid fighter. His striking is ferocious as he carries power in both hands, especially in his left. Plus he throws some nice kicks, especially to the head. And whether he's moving forwards or backwards, he's able to hurt his opponents. In fact, I think he handles the pressure very well in fights. There have been many situations where his opponent is aggressive and tries to bull rush him. But Robert stays composed and either counters with shots of his own or waits until he can press forward himself. And his takedown defense is some of the best I've seen as even if he does get taken down, it's hard to hold him there. He was good, but the weight cut to 170 was getting difficult, especially as he got older. And I think it affected his stamina and ability to take shots, which was on full display in his defeat against Steven Thompson. Robert would later say after that fight that he had to make changes as he lost his way as a fighter and a family man. But he still fought one more time at welterweight against Mike Rhodes. And Robert admitted that he was close to calling off that fight as the weight cutting got so bad. He had to drop nearly 17 pounds the morning of the weigh-ins. So he gave himself an ultimatum which was to either quit the sport or move up to 185. And I'm happy he chose the latter as now his skills are on full display. Because aside from an increase in stamina and ability to take shots, he wasn't as stressed anymore due to an easier weight cut. He can focus more on fighting now. And because of that, he became a UFC champion. And although he never won the Undisputed Championship and technically never defended it, I think many can agree that he was one of the greatest middleweight champions ever. But sadly, his run was plagued with injuries, which forced him to pull out of fights. And I'm sure that affected him mentally, especially with all the people who criticized him for doing this. And once he lost the belt to Israel Adesanya in dominant fashion, it seemed like Robert's days as a top middleweight were coming to an end. But losing the belt was one of of the greatest things to happen to his career. He admitted himself that he didn't really like being champion that much. The media and self imposed pressure that he put on himself just wasn't healthy for him, because he's a guy who focuses on the fighting more than the glitz and glamour. So when he did lose that belt, the pressure of being champion was off. And now that he's fully healed, he's looking like his old self again, which is very impressive to see, especially against opponents who carried a lot of momentum. Fighters like Darren Till and Jared Cannonier were close to a shot at the title, and Robert was the stepping stone for them to get there. But he changed that narrative and rem- reminded everyone why he's still one of the best. And he made some improvements to get to this point. First, his striking has improved as he is throwing more kicks now. And because of this, he's throwing even better combos than before. That jab to head kick is superb. His jab in general is perfect in helping him set up combos. He also doesn't rush in as much as he prefers to stay patient and counter more. But the biggest improvement I see is his wrestling. He's now bringing the fight down more and from there, he's connecting with some big shots from above. And this improvement is due to his time in competing in amateur freestyle wrestling tournaments. He began to do this back in 2015 as he wanted to improve as a mixed martial artist. And he found a lot of success and even qualified to compete in the 2018 Commonwealth Games. He had to withdraw due to his UFC commitments, but this time period was crucial for Robert's growth. And that's why I wish he focused more on these skills against Israel Adesanya in their first matchup. But instead, he took what Kelvin Gastelum did in his fight against Israel. And that was to rush in and make it a war. But Israel learned from that fight and stayed more patient against Robert. He relied more on his counters and eventually he caught Robert and finished him. Him. But now the narrative for both fighters is different in 2021. Israel is coming off his first defeat against Jan Bohovich, and it was a fight that he lost due to takedowns. And with Robert improving on his wrestling, I can definitely see him implement that into their second matchup. Plus he will be healthier this time around, he won't be coming back from a long layoff, and the pressure of being champion won't be a factor. And if he were to become champion again, I think he has matured enough to handle that position better than before. He's a family man and with the birth of a new child, I believe he's even more motivated to provide for them with championship money. But above all this he has so much heart he has been on the brink of defeat both in his fights and in his overall career yet he pushed through and proved many wrong so the next time you see him pounding on his chest just know that robert whittaker is doing it to unleash his greatest power my name is keon and this is my take on robert the reaper whittaker do you agree disagree or I have something else to add please put in the comments down below because i love to read it if you like this video please give it a thumbs up and subscribe to my channel for more content like this but that's all I have for now so i'll see you on my next one